0: On the Record, with White House correspondent April Ryan.
1: It is a delight and an honor to be on the phone. With Bishop PJ Morton, a man who has an international reach who many of us know um, from many years ago uh, being uh, on television preaching from his his center in New Orleans Uh, but his reach is long and I want to talk to him about a host of issues today uh, for a time such as this. Uh, Bishop first of all thank you. Welcome to On the Record with April Ryan. Thank you for agreeing to uh, talk at this moment.
0: Well, I am just honored just to be on uh, this call with you because you are such an amazing woman. I just admire you from afar off because you speak truth to power. Uh, You stand up for what is right, and uh, you're just my kind of people, so (laughs) I am just honored just to be doing this interview with you, I promise you.
1: Well, I promise you, I'm one of those kids. I grew up in Baltimore. and um, I'm I, my parents, had me in the black church all my life. Had me in the church, <laughs> and uh, and I would watch you and how dynamic you were. Um, when we before cable really was cable, you were on you know regular TV. Oh yeah, was, BET right, right, yeah. right, right. Um, and and you, you, I think you were even on regular TV in my area in Baltimore. But nonetheless, um, and you know, and I think about um, what the Bible says: you're known by the fruit, and for the Those of you who don't know, (laughs) he is the daddy of PJ Morton, uh, who sings with Maroon five, but he is also his own Grammy award winner for how deep is your love? Um, you know, and I, and I just told you earlier, you know, it, you could see the spirit in him, no matter what he sings, who can sing the golden girls and still make it spiritual. <laughs> Every, you want to go where everybody knows your name. And it's like, wow, I want to be known. You know? That's crazy. So, but nonetheless, <laughs> nonetheless, um, your ministry carries on in your legacy and, and what wow. you do today um, and I want to talk to you about a couple components right now you, are you in New Orleans right now?
0: No, in fact, I'm in Atlanta right now. You know, my wife and I, we're one church in two states, so she's holding down the New Orleans church and, uh, you know, ministering to the people here. And uh, since Hurricane Katrina, we expanded our ministry to Mm -hmm. Atlanta, so I'm trying to hold Atlanta down. So, ooh, it's been something, this has been something like I've never seen before.
1: So right And and, and with that said You know You and your wife Are pastoring In different places And I'm watching Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms um, And she was One of the mayors That I would see On it early on um, along with de Blasio but she was out there you know talking about how she worked it out with the utility companies to forgive bills because of Katrina I mean not Katrina excuse me because of the coronavirus and she was early with this she was ahead of the curve uh, she was way ahead of the president really uh, truth be told yeah. um, but what are you hearing and seeing in both Atlanta and New Orleans especially as New Orleans is one of the hot spots Louisiana is one of the hot spots in this nation.
0: Well, you know, there is so much fear out there now because there's so much of the unknown that we really don't know about. And so it's really, that's why we're trying to, in, in, in both of the states that we're in, because pastoring together, uh, you know, you got to be there for your people. And that's mm-hmm. why even with virtual church, and uh, we're reaching out on a weekly basis to make sure that we're touching bases in different ways that we're doing. Uh, but what we're finding, and of course, we're emphasizing because uh, even New Orleans compared to Atlanta, New Orleans, uh, the culture of New Orleans, they're just loving people. Everybody in New Orleans is family. I mean, it's, it's Uncle Joe, it's everybody. I mean, it's just that kind of place. So, we're used to hugging, we're used to showing love to one another. And so, that's what's making it so difficult, and I think that that's why uh, New Orleans and Louisiana its one of the hot spots right now because of that kind of love that has always been shown. And I'm trying to get them to say, hey, through here, you have to change. We have to understand how important social distancing is at this point because we've got to look out for each other. To me, that's what's important.
1: Uh-huh. And when we talk about looking out for each other, and you brought up um, virtual communication and virtual um, sessions and virtual, I'm um, thinking of virtual church. What do you say to a lot of these pastors who will not stop having church at a time like this? I mean, you are ahead of the curve. A lot of the, I, I think about the fact that if you are not a church that doesn't have a streaming process, you're done. You're done. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. and some oh, of these, yeah. yeah, and some of these churches have had members uh, become ill. Um, I read a story about mm-hmm. a revival in, in <sighs> Richmond. And some of those people. You, did you hear about that? Um, about some of the people? No, no, I didn't hear about Richmond. I know in Baton Rouge, and I know in other areas. I mean, just
0: so many areas. You know what I call? I call it uh, really spiritual retardation. Oh. That's that's what I call it. That's that's what it is because we try to use God and try to be spiritual, but God has never been concerned about us destroying lives. We help lives. We make lives. We encourage lives, but not destroy lives. And so for us to go to that level, you know, the Bible says that God has not given to us the spirit of fear, but he's given to us power, love, and a sound mind. Isaiah, That preached. sound mind in Scripture, uh, yes, yeah, sound. that sound mind is just good common sense. Right. We have to be able to use good common sense. Uh, so I think uh, what the church has to wake up, those that don't understand that, they're just going to have to go to the next level of virtual, uh, church. Uh, we don't even know how many times we're going to be dealing with this. And of course, we've been in the virtual uh, church uh, mold for many years now, but it's time for everybody to catch on. We never know what's going to happen, and you've got to be able to reach the people, because I believe, and the Bible uh, calls the church, you know, the sheep, the flock, and every uh, sheep needs a shepherd, and they need to hear the voice of the shepherd, but you can't go uh, and gather the people at the church building and then uh, cause the sickness and cause God doesn't want that, we've got to be able to minister to people in a different way. So through virtual uh, modes that uh, we have, that's what we got to do in this season. And stop being crazy and destroying lives, because the blood is going to be required on our hands. Oh,
1: that's right. But, but Bishop, um, this is the thing that gets me. You're hearing preachers talk about the fact that oh the Bible talks about fellowshipping one to another that's true but Proverbs also talks about foolishness and wisdom if I'm correct and at the end of the day, yes. at, the of the day at the end of the day are these passages you, you, you say it's spiritual retard, retardation but at the end of the day let's really be real is this about a lack of understanding or manipulating the Bible because you need money to keep your church going
0: and that's what we you know, really have to look at, because I know that we have to know how serious it is, and there's some people who will use the Bible to manipulate. I mean, God Will always. I mean, Jesus. Even on the cross, he made an adjustment. Jesus knew uh, that, that you know once you say you're supposed to be baptized, you go into water, you baptize. baptized. He said that you know, uh, accept Jesus Christ, be baptized. But there was a man on the cross two thieves on both sides of him, but one accepted Jesus Christ on the cross. And what did Jesus say? He said, this day you shall be with me in paradise. Now some church folk would have been at the bottom of the cross talking about, you can't do that, Jesus. He ain't been baptized. Jesus said, this day you're going to be with me in paradise. We've got to stop trying to spiritualize everything to try to help us. And uh, it just does not make sense. I, you know, I go to the sanctuary, but guess what, i just have the staff. Just like uh, CNN, just like any other uh, uh, station, you know, because God's station, I'm, I'm getting the word out because we minister to people all over the world. I don't want our people there. I just want that view that's going to help us to get uh, the, uh, the program out, our virtual church out praise team, a small praise team, because the Bible says when you go into spiritual battle, you start out with praise. And so that's what we do. We got to use some common sense. And the 10 or the nine that helped me out, there is definitely social distance. And so this way, we cover ourselves, we cover our people. It's sad when you have leaders that don't understand and don't recognize. The Bible says, I don't care what way it is, the Bible says, Thou shalt not kill. If you are a pack in your church, you're killing people. You're disobeying the Word of God, and God doesn't work that way.
1: Mm. Now, you just talked about leaders beyond the church leaders. Let's talk about our leaders. And you are very vocal, very outspoken um, publicly on social media, what have you, about this president. Um, I follow you. (laughs) And I see you. (laughs) I see you. Um, um, in a sense, it, it, we laugh to keep from crying right now. Um yeah, you're right. You're right. It really. And, um, and at, the, at a moment like this, we've got to be honest. Uh, I live in a community. I had to move. I had to move to a community because of death threats. Um, predominantly white community. In, in my oh, neighbor, yes. Yeah, my neighbor across the street, uh Republican white woman. And I'm not saying my political persuasion, but I'm just I'm just qualifying. Yes. Yeah. Republican white woman who said, "Oh, this was last week. Oh, this is nothing but the flu." And I looked at her. I said, "Look," as she had her children across the street. We were cross street talking to each other. Um, we were social distancing. Phys- I call it physical distancing. Matter of fact, my cousin who works uh, in uh, in security at the airport in Atlanta, um, she's one of the heads of security down there. She said, "This is not social distancing. distancing. This is physical distancing," and they got it wrong. And she's right. Yeah. So we were f- we were physically distant from one another, but she said, oh, this is nothing with the flu. And I looked at her, I said, look, I'm talking to people from the NIH, I'm talking to major health people. And she yeah. looked at me, oh, we're talking to doctors too. I said, okay. I said, well, let me tell you something. If this was the flu, we wouldn't be staying home like this. The whole world wouldn't be right, locked down. Right. And yesterday, after he downplayed this for months, he finally said, yeah. this was not the flu. He said it was a Democratic hoax, mm-hmm. and he said it was the flu for months. Yes. So yes. what do you think about this moment and this leadership?
0: Well, I think that um, he will be held responsible because you know, again, the Bible says the love of money is the root of all evil. It doesn't say money, because we need money. And so the Bible doesn't say money is the root of all evil, but the love of money. This man loves money and the economy so much that he has put the economy, he's put the stock market above the lives of people, and to me, that's the root of of evil he has known about this for months he has known about it he should have been crying out now he knows because it's all out i better do something as it relates to telling people what's really going on because the facts are coming out and and so now he realizes what's happening but if he could have held this off until the election and that was the goal all right let's just play this out until November, and then we can tell them exactly what's going on after thousands and thousands of people would have been dead. So he has a lot to be responsible for. And I know that there are people, even in the right wing, that's trying to make this spiritual. Um, But whenever we read about plagues in the Bible, it was because of a corrupt king, a corrupt leader, Mm. and God had to bring things into order. And so we have to look at it from the spiritual side. There's others who are trying to spiritualize it their way. But this is not right. And so God is speaking. And as I said, we can put up all the borders that we want. uh, But what they are finding out, what President Trump is finding out, what the different people are finding out, that the coronavirus does not need a passport. It goes where it wants to go. And not only does coronavirus go where it wants to go, it doesn't need a passport. What I believe, God doesn't need a passport, and he's showing who he is. I watched, and it was just disturbing to me how America is going, how even with some of his people, ratings could go up up when they watched how he blocked honest witnesses, people with integrity, but because of the power that he had, you don't have to testify. Those that did testify the truth, he fired them, and he was just like just like a wicked king in the Bible that says, I do what I want to do, intoxicated with power. But I believe now God is bringing things back into order so that we really need to see. See, so you're talking to a preacher, though i got, I got to be spiritual in this because I understand it. I know what's going on. And so he has a lot to pay for because he has deceived a lot of people.
1: Hmm. Um, the deception of a lot of people, you say. Um, but with that, there are people who are deceived that fall through the cracks that won't be able to come out out of this. Pawns in his game, if you will, um, some would say, um, or critics might say. And when I say Pawns in the game, they're, he's doing this at their expense. Um, and yeah. people who are already underserved are said to go out, they're going to hurt worse because they're not going to be able to get the services that they need and already also on the economic spectrum, um, when white America talks about having disposable income and having $500 cash in their home for an emergency, and much of the black community, black and brown community, we barely have $20 in our wallet every day. <coughs> what say you to the disparity in this? Because people, people, period, are having a hard time getting to the hospital and getting seen. You know, you have to really have real symptoms in order to be seen. So talk to me about this, sir. Um, what you feel and the disparities that you think are going on with this.
0: This this is the hurting part of it, and and uh, oh, the the sad part about it. You know, again, the Bible says He reigns on the just as well as the unjust. We know the unjust as it relates to uh, what they're doing, but there are are some good people that really have to go through this. That's why I believe that this really had to come to a head uh, so that. Uh, even things that we need to do to help people through this so that people can can wake up, because I'm telling you, uh, it's like reprobate minds. That means a reprobate mind is, is somebody who calls up, down, down, up, light darkness, darkness, light. And so this is what we're experiencing. And when you're a a con person, you know, a con man, it it, it becomes a serious, serious, serious problem because, you know, the devil, he is the father of deceit. So he has those who work uh, his agenda and deceiving people. And that's what hurts as it relates to uh, many people that are falling through the cracks. Uh, They don't have any anything uh, to be able to hold on to. It's a, a wake-up call for us. We've got to do some things to help ourselves. We've got to realize how important it is. These are just different times now. It's just different. I mean, even when I was coming up, uh, you know, we were taught you got to get something for yourself. You've got to make sure you put something away. You can't spend it just all on fun, fun, fun. Uh, so we have to really pray through this season because Uh, God is exposing the wrong. Uh, You know, uh, uh, Mueller couldn't do it. Uh, uh, Others couldn't do it. The Senate, I mean, the uh, House of Representatives couldn't do it, but God is doing it because the only way that this is going to come back into order And for America to be what it's supposed to be, I've never seen so much division, so much hate, so much racism. I've never seen it like this in all my days. Including the 50s and 60s?
1: What's that? Including slavery, Uh, uh, Jim Crow? uh, Yeah, I know that there was
0: racism. Oh, yeah, definitely in the 50s and the 60s, uh, but not from the top like that. And not from people who would call themselves um, uh the moral value party or the family value party, and still trying to say that it's god I'm saying now it's more of deceit in the fifties and sixties. It was just it was honesty for them. you know we don't like you, we don't want your money, black people you're black, uh nothing you have is good, so that's the difference but now uh this they're trying to spiritualize what they're doing and trying to make it right when it's all wrong. So to me that's what the difference is in the 21st century and it has to, the correction has to start at the top. Uh, that's where the poison starts. It starts at the head and it works its way down and so you got to deal with the poison, the poisonous spirit at the top.
1: This is a lot to take for the average person. For any person it's a lot to take. Yes. Even yes. the president is now Bowing to this. Uh, he's now acknowledging the truth of this as we have seen the deadliest days, the deadliest day Tuesday. Yes. Yeah. 785 mm-hmm. people in this nation. And now they're extending the physical distancing guidelines, the stay at home. 80% of the nation is on an in home uh, order situation or lockdown, if you will. 80% of the nation. Mm-hmm. And the anticipation is, is that we're going to see within the next two or three weeks, we're going to see at least 120,000 deaths in this nation. At least. The peak. And he wanted to open the nation up economically by Easter. And yet. Right. Go pack the
0: churches on on Easter Sunday. Man, please. Oh, God. Mm, mm, mm. Um, but thank God now he sees because he has to really deal with facts now, and so I think the CDC they're getting through to him now. The the experts, hey, you can't you can't fake this. Uh, you talk about others with fake news, but it's you with the fake news, and you're going to have to tell the people the truth because this is going to catch up with you. And so now you can see the fear on his face. Yeah. you can see the fear. Uh, He's really scared now because he sees what's happening and he knows that he should have corrected this early on when other nations were correcting what they needed to do. So because we're behind now, he really has to deal with all of this.
1: Yeah. And the question is, you know, he calls us fake news and still, even in, in the midst of this, going after reporters calling us fake. And I'm saying, is right. it, is it fake news or fake president? So that's now the question. People wanted to believe him and gave him a chance, but now they're, he, he, the emperor now, his new clothes are showing. His nakedness is yes. showing. So, yes. so, and with that said, what does that do to the American psyche? People are scared. They're depressed. They're running to God. They are going to counseling. They People are having a hard time. And we're seeing the numbers of, of cases of suicides rise. We're seeing the numbers of abuse rise in domestic violence, abuse situations or domestic issues rise as we are home cocooning, trying to be safe. What are you saying? And what do you say? What are you you sing and what do you say to the population who is in fear? And you just talked about Isaiah. God doesn't give us uh, the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. But what else do you say? What common sense things that laymen can do to 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 make it through the day?
0: That's why um, I believe that it's important. And again, this is why you know when you talk about things that are essential. I think that the church is essential to virtue, uh, virtual church, ministering to people. How can you hear without the preacher? How can that one preach unless that one is sent? It's key in this season. Our prayer lines are busy. People are depressed, people don't know what to do, people are suicidal. It's going to take us with the message of hope, and that's why we have to keep that message of hope, and that's why I don't want the devil to slip in and make some overzealous pastors. The Bible says you can have a zeal that's not according to knowledge, and when you have a zeal that's not according to knowledge, then you begin to establish your own righteousness. And so that's a turnoff because people say, oh, Lord Jesus, these people are crazy. They ought to see us standing in the forefront At this time, strong leaders telling them that there is hope because God, He healed plagues in the past. He can do it again, and I believe it, and I'm trusting God for that. So if we can bring that message of hope, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing even on social media, uh, sometimes, you know, uh, people got away even from the old songs. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I, I did an old song, I know the Lord will make a way somehow. Yes, sir, I need that, I need that right now. People need uh, some things that will lift them up. And I believe that we have to be that voice and voices like you that will continue to speak the truth, because the devil would like to hide behind a presidential office, would like to hide behind the White House. But we've got to tell people the truth, because if they're deceived, Mm -hmm. it's going to make them more depressed when they find out the truth. So it's up to us to speak the truth. Give them hope. Let them know we're going to get through this.
1: People will perish without knowledge. That is the truth. Yes. And yes. I, I'm going to put you on the spot um, right now. <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't you didn't know I was going to do this, but you, you <laughs> sang a song this morning. Yes, he will. Give me something. Yes, I don't I care. Never... We're going to end out with something. Give me something. <laughs> give, give, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, give the people something. I'm, I'm,
0: I'm, Hey, listen, I want you to know that if we trust God, we got to know who we are and understand who we are, and if we understand that, you got to know you belong to God. We are our heavenly Father's children, and we all know that He loves us one and all, yet there are times We find, we answer Another voice in call But if we are willing Then he will teach us His voice to only Obey no matter where For he knows He knows. he knows. He knows just how much his children can bear. Mm. He knows. He yes, knows. He I believe it and I stand on it.
1: So, guys, I'm going to tell you this. This has been an honor to sit and talk with Bishop P.J. Morton. And if you didn't know, I grew up in the church and I fall on the name the unmatched name of Jesus the Christ but if you you know and it's interesting this morning when I saw that clip that you posted on Twitter and I said yes he will he capital H capital E and there was a young man white man I don't know where he was from and I looked him up he said he said I I don't believe in spirituality and all that stuff and religion but that was moving And that's the yes. Go and look at it, Bishop. But I was like, "Wow, yes, isn't that something? We need something to hold on to at these times. We need something tangible." So, and I fall back on what I was brought up on, and I'm teaching my children, yes, to fall back because right now the unknown is scary, and we need to fall back on something solid. Christ, the solid rock that I stand. Yes, I know
0: that's right. Yes, I know that's right.
1: With That and I know people, you know, people might get mad at me, but I don't care. This is on the record. This is my show. This is on the record with April Ryan (laughs) Bishop. I think. what you. I love about you. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> well, you keep on holding Bless people you. up. And if you ever need us, we're here to hold you up as well. We need each other right now. And that's what I think. We really do. Yeah, and that's what I'm doing right now. One of my pieces of healing is going on. I've, I, last week, I had Va- Bishop Vashti McKenzie and Ayala Vanzant and Sabrina Fulton. We just oh, did, a tele- yes. we did a telecast. And each, and wow. then I'm starting to do, you know, these um, Instagram things. You know, because it's helping me with my sanity and helping others or how to get things, where to find things. And, you know, and I think we need that. We need something to do and we need to feel some, yeah, we need some, yeah, we we need need some sort of normalcy. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to talk to you so you could
0: yes, help people you. find their way. Well, you've made my day. I
1: promise you that. <laughs> sir you made mine thank you so much for joining me with on the record with april ryan
0: bless you you take care now
1: don't forget to subscribe to on the record on itunes google play soundcloud stitcher or any other podcast directory if you like what you hear leave a five-star review
0: on the record a product of american urban radio networks